Greetings. Welcome to another archive. This is another installment of this series of energy and frequency and confidence because I don't believe confidence is just one note. I think it would be a massive disservice if I just took an episode and said how to be confident and then you know it's just there's so many levels to it because self-love isn't linear it's a journey right and the sooner you've come into an acceptance that it's a journey the better off and the more enjoyable it will be and that's something I've come down to conclusion with I'll be like okay I got this part down right I'm not necessarily insecure about how I look anymore, right? I got that down. But then in the corner, it's like, okay, but what about the boundaries? And then the other corner is like, okay, what about your standards? And then the other corner is like, you know, so all of these different things, you know, and then you also have like, okay, what about your energy? How are you protecting your energy and your peace? So there's so many different levels to it. And just for me to hit my archive with how to be confident it's just you know it's condensing down a lifelong journey because it'll change right we will change we will our bodies will change we will evolve we will continue moving forward and so with that our lessons and the things that we've taken will also have to change and evolve but most importantly the common thread between all of this is that confidence comes from within and it's always had this way of finding that message throughout every single archive or at least the ones in which I'm I'm discussing confidence and energy because I'm not sure if you've ever been around someone I'm sure we have but someone who's genuinely confident someone it just it oozes from every pore like you feel it in their aura and they're just in it and everyone around them opens up and and exists in their own energy and it's dope like they have this ability to open up other people or have other people be comfortable around them and by no means of destroying themselves or or drowning themselves they're just existing as is and it could either intimidate people or other people could just relax around it and I think that's I think all of that is incredible. I think it's all very dope and and lovely and delicious. And I don't even know these adjectives right now, but you kind of get the point. Real confidence adds this vibrancy in life and this color that didn't really exist the same way when you kind of didn't have it or were taught to stay away from it. And after confidence, after it's reached a certain point where there's a contentment with it, it sort of just exists there. And it's not to say that you don't have to check in with it and you don't have to check in with yourself, of course, but it's not the fight that it used to be. As I've mentioned in a previous episode, being attractive is a frequency. It is an energy and I've gone more into depth with that and it's it's similar to the whole topic and convert like it's it's something that starts within and and it permeates into the outside. I'd recommend that episode highly. I had so much fun writing in and doing it and so and we also have this future episode that is called energy doesn't lie which i'm also excited to record because that's just another piece of this greater puzzle and i won't lie to you right that's not my prerogative my my point of this 
archive of this space is to create something that is honest and real. Confidence takes work, but it can also be very fun. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Your your longest relationship, your your most, you know, at the end of the day, you're the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And so putting in the work in yourself to know who you are and to play your cards effortlessly and to truly know where things went wrong, where things went right and all of these different things and in between and moving through the world with that and moving through the world and that being part of your aura and being part of your energy and it's just oozing through your your pores you know who you are right and and the best version of that that's dope that's you know that's what we need that's what keeps us in orbit is the good energy the good people the people willing to try to grow to change and evolve for the better for the betterment of themselves for the betterment of tomorrow for all of it and so we're going to talk about Playing your own cards. What an intro. I learned to make my cards look good. And that's what's most important, right? Not necessarily was it my intention or my goal is to make my cards look better than other people's cards. No. My intention was to have my set of cards and look at them and say, listen, this is what I was born with, okay? I cannot change this. I cannot change the history that comes with the cards. I cannot change my culture. I can't change my skin. I cannot change my eyes. I, you know, I, I psh, listen, I grew up socioeconomically. It wasn't it. So plastic surgery where, okay, I cannot play these reindeer games. One season it's left, the next season it's right. And then it's up and then it's down. Then it's this body type and then it's that body type. Listen, okay, stop it. I don't like the ring around the rosies. I don't like the beating around the bush. I don't like that. It's always going to change. That's just the bottom line. It's always going to change. It's always going to be this and then this. And we're going from curves. And now it seems that they're trying to switch it back over. And so the cards that are given from birth, right? Those are the cards we play off of. Okay. Those are the cards we evolve. If you don't know, please go watch an episode of Pokemon. Please go pick up a video game. Go get Animal Crossing. Go get The Sims 3. Go play a video game. Go play and see, you know, play around with something that's that's like a, most importantly, a video game. And you could see, oh, leveling up my character and this, that, and the third. It puts everything more into perspective. Okay, this is my character, right? I've customized it. This and the third, okay, now we go play. Now we level up the village. Now we level up the town. Now we, you know, this is the plot of land I'm starting with. We're building from here and we're going up. Or this is my character. Okay, now let's gather weaponry. Let's beat levels. Let's get magic. Like, go play Genshin. It's in the app store. Get you a a controller, hook it up to your tablet, have a blast. Tell me how it goes, okay? (laughs) Like, these things like playing your own cards playing your own game puts a lot of things into perspective striving to be someone 
who has integrity, accountability, a heart, boundaries, inner peace. Those are things that we as a population in a society should want to emulate and we should want to strive for within this card game that we're playing. The external stuff changes. We change all the time. There was a time I couldn't reach the counter. Why? Because I was like five. Now I can reach the counter. Why? Because I'm like 20. We change, okay? And that's just, we're constantly changing. We change every day. And, and the whole point of playing your own cards is this is something that in its own right remains consistent for the most part, right? I'm going to be black my whole life. <laughs> I'm going to be a woman my whole life. I'm going to be Haitian my whole life. What is the point of me sitting around here looking at my cards being like, oh, my cards suck. Okay, who taught you that your cards suck? Okay, instead, I could strive to be magnetic. I could strive to be someone with integrity. You can't have no one else's cards. That's not how it works. You can't have Sally's cards. You can't have Bob, Billy, Joe's cards. You can't have their cards, okay? That's not how it works. These are the only ones you have and the only ones you can upgrade. It's the starter pack of a video game. Hey there, you've been listening to the Golden Archive and if you've made it this far, there could be a potential that you're enjoying this episode. There's some magic happening here. Drop a review. Let me know how you feel about this episode or the podcast as a whole. Tag at the Golden Archive pod in a story and let me know. I'd greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening and back to the episode. Okay. When you start playing Animal Crossing or whatever you choose, right? You only have a couple a couple of tools. I think they give you like one or two tools. You have to go figure out how to make more, how to build the island from scratch. You come in from dead. You know, we ain't got it like that. You know, it's it's a hustle. <laughs> it's a hustle. It's a, it, the game looks cute on the outside, but you're hustling. I'm thinking of another game, like something that could cuz cuz you know, I could anyone could be listening to my podcast. So, let me think of another game. Like Let's say we're starting off with a game that's point A to point B, right? Like something like Uncharted or The Last of Us. Similar notion. We have the story. We have this. Okay, we're going to be this character from the start of the story to the end of the story. What point do I have sitting here? Like, oh my God, like I just, why does, why is he so old? Oh no, he's so, he's such an old character. Like, no, you play the character you have, right? Because that's the, that's the only character you have when you're talking about a story-based game like that. All right, so my thing is like, on top of the fact that you can't have anyone else's cards, I mean, now, listen, we wouldn't be here in this society if they didn't try to get you to trade off your cards, okay? They'll tell you, oh, you should hate the card you have. Give it to me instead, Right? Oh, you should hate your culture, but I'm going to rep it and rock it and make profit off of it. Ah, you should hate your nose, right? But I'm going to turn it into a trend in 10 years time, right? We can, now we could say you can try to trade them in. You can try to trade in your cards, but deep down inside, without that inner work being done, there's a potential that you may still feel off. Because you have the rest of your hand that you never bothered to play. 
what would life have been like if I kept my hand and I played it like no one ev- no one else could play these cards because we could have similar cards. We could relate to other people's cards. We could even relate to other people's game that they're playing. But the set that you have is uniquely and holistically your own. Uniquely from the day you were born. My point is to say there came a point when I looked around and I was like, okay, you have to make a choice, Olan. I am not ugly. I am not worthless. I am not unworthy. I do not want my beauty to be based on the external weight of my environment, but instead of the way that I built myself. I want my beauty to be built on my values. I want my beauty to be built on something that is timeless, something that is based intrinsically. Judging by how many times I've mentioned it, but I'm sure you know by now that I love video games and still do. And one of the fun things are upgrading your character. And I believe that real life can have similar fun attributes. What is in your box? How much time do you spend on refining yourself? What are you genuinely good at? What do you consume your time with? What do you read? What do you focus your energy on? What can you find confidence in that outlasts the weight of time? How does your presence add to the greater good of the world? Why? Why, why, why? Why all these questions? Why are these things we supposed to ask? Because it's good for us to ask questions because questions open up bigger modes and roots and avenues for us to understand the world and ourselves better. And somewhere along the way, we were taught to stop asking questions, which is that's what this whole podcast is, like a whole big ask the questions, right? But why? Because you can level out your standards and magnetism that way. That's why we ask these particular questions. Our vibrational frequency curates our reality. We have to check into all of it. It cannot just be waking up one day and seeing beauty. It's also raising your standards to meet that beauty. It's also speaking up for oneself. It's also expressing gratitude in things. It's also displaying appreciation for all the small things. The things we forget to celebrate, the things we forget to say thanks for. Like for instance, you know, waking up this morning, I said, oh my goodness, thank you for the internet. Thank you for technology. Thank you for all these opportunities around, you know, thank you for the warm bed I slept in last night. You know, thank you for all these opportunities that gave me another chance that are showing me, you know, I have the opportunity to give myself Or however you'd like to refine this for yourself in your own life, right? To say thanks. It's also a celebration of uh, love and happiness and sensuality and gratitude. And, you know, but most importantly, it's looking at the cards you have and playing them to your strengths, right? We cannot play with what we do not have, essentially. If 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 you're shy... Lean into being shy. There are very magnetic people that are shy. If you're, you know, you love extroversion and you're the life of the party, be the life of the party. You know, if you're cool with taking your time and talking to one to two people at once versus an entire group or crowd or audience of people, lean into that. And and it's very interesting how much we are challenged when we play to our strengths. Challenged even more than playing with things that 
are not for us or are not aligned with our frequency. You know, I found that the more and more I began to play into my cards, it's not a liability to be proud. I found that it is not a liability to be proud of my native tongue and my language. In fact, I wear it with pride, right? I play that card with pride. It's not bad that I love the divine feminine and I've always have. I've always loved like the girly things, you know, as much as like the nerdy things. It's not bad that or wrong or, you know, messed up or backwards that I admire ancestry, history, and tradition. But it doesn't negate that I also adore innovation and transformation and evolution. Those walking parallels can coexist for me. Why? Because those are my cards. The old soul with the witty tongue that so happens to exist in a generation that is so driven by technology and innovation. I play into my strengths. I play into the cards that I have. I can be rage and peace. I can be the drought and the ocean. I can be black and woman. I can be strong and soft. I can be all of that and more. These are my cards. They cannot be changed. It's just my journey. What's the use in complaining about my great grandmother's nose? You know, she's, you know, she was a native woman. It's a beautiful nose. Taino, right? Like, it's a beautiful nose. What's the point in hating my skin? It's beautiful. It catches the rays of the sun. What's the reward for picking myself apart? Like, what do we win from this? What's the prize? What, what are we getting out of this? Playing the cards is the acceptance of what is. And it's free. <laughs> it doesn't cost you money. You know, it doesn't cost you your mental health. Like, you're just functioning fine. You're functioning fine. There's no anxiety over, you know, it's just acceptance. All I'm doing is playing with what the universe gave me, right? And if we're going off of this, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. And we're going off of, you know, everything is created and, you know, in nature and the beauty of nature, then, you know, what a gift it is to be of nature. So let's take it back to preschool, shall we? to the graham crackers for snack time and the colorful backpacks on hooks and our assigned cubbies. Let's take it back to learning time on the mat and colorful sneakers rushing across wood chips. Every other Friday, we had show and tell. We could bring in something we wanted to show off. When I was a baby, I loved Dora the Explorer. Listen, she looked like me. We both could speak Spanish. You know, I had an uncle from Mexico just like her. She loved adventures. I loved adventures. I had a massive plush Dora that I used to play with and sleep with. I it I think it was as tall as me. I loved stuffed animals in general. Um one of them being a plush bunny, build a bear named Snowflake. I still have her. It's holding my, one of my baby frames and everything. But the point is Dora, right? That's the point we're getting to is Dora the Explorer. I can't even remember what I brought that day to show and tell. All I can remember is the Dora doll that this other girl brought. It was beautiful. 
I can still describe it to you like it was yesterday. It was this new door special. It was like a movie or like, you know, like they had like a little hour specials they would do. And where she had, she was this princess with this yellow gown. And she had a cone yellow crown hat. And at the top, it would spout her hair. And her hair could grow like Rapunzel. And the doll was an in-person version of this. I believe it was the first time in my life that I felt a deep envy or jealousy for someone else. It's something that I wanted. I felt like I deserved this toy. I deserved it more than this little girl. Like I wanted it more than anything in the world. Mind you, we're all like four or five years old. And I'm already feeling something that's so intense, right? As a four or five-year-old. You know, we have grown adults that have these intense feelings as well. And we're going to get into all of that because it all ties into this, this, this thing, right? But I felt like I needed this Dora more than anything in the world. I got to hold her for like three seconds before she took it away obviously because it's not mine it's it was a beautiful expensive toy I'm sure you know it belonged to her I couldn't take my eyes off of that princess Dora there was even a button on the crown that would change her hair length like it was pink it was like the flower and listen I'm telling you it's one of the most vivid memories from four or five years old That evening, I went home and I went straight to my mom and I told her how I needed this Dora toy, how I wanted it to be mine. It's all I ever needed. It's all I ever wanted. If she gave it to me, I would never ask for anything else because this is it. This is it right here. I told her how beautiful it was, how the hair grew just like the one on TV. And you know, the one thing I always loved about my mom is that she always listened to me and she always heard me out. And I'm four or five years old, right, speaking in this way. And she's just observing me and watching me and truly listening and hearing. Like, I've always felt like she's always treated me like a human being. I believe that has a lot with how I view other people and have empathy for other people. And because just the way that she just, just, I'm, you know, I've always been a human being right? I wasn't just like a child, like, be quiet, go to your room. She was really listening to me. And my mom proceeded to look at me strangely and told me, mind you, this is a rough English translation, because she was, she was um, tearing me up a little bit in Creole. But the thing about it is that I could always hear the love in her voice, right? There was always love in her voice. And, and always she wanted to make sure that if something was wrong, like we could be going down a path that's not becoming she would always correct it and she'd always talk to me as if I am the age that I am now so she looks at me and she says no Olan and this is a rough translation mind you no Olan I don't want you to feel jealous of other people you don't know what she went through to have that toy you have so many great toys in your room which is true I did I don't want you to look at what other people have and be entitled to it. This is essentially, this is essentially the condensed version down, you know, because she was looking at me like, where is this coming from? I don't understand, you know, and 
the interesting thing is ever since that moment, right? Something I remember happening when I was like four. I can't recall having envy or jealousy for someone else's deeply as I had that day and I mean it I, I mean it I, I on my ancestors <laughs> on and I, that's big for me I love my ancestors but I put it on my ancestors I really do mean that and there's something in my brain that's like oh, okay everyone went home and had this conversation <laughs> everyone went home and had this jealousy talk right like we're not supposed to be jealous of one another we're not supposed to hold envy that's so deep and vast and you know harmful not only to other people but to ourselves and hold that poison and and then spit it at other people like I thought we all went home and had this conversation with our parents for like the past 19 years of my life I genuinely believe this right the awakening that I had right which I should think I believe we should have an episode about jealousy now that I think about it but I I truly did not do not recall feeling that deep of an emotion but of course I recognize it but the memory in preschool had always reinforced otherwise. Okay, this isn't a feeling or emotion. This isn't a poison I should be holding for myself. And it shouldn't be something that I'm spitting at other people. Because it's rude. It's wrong. Right? Home training. Home training. I don't know what you've been through to have that money. To have that job position to have that title, to have those subscribers, to have those followers, to have that body, to have that confidence. I don't know what you went through to have these things. I don't know what life experience has crafted you for you to be honed in so closely to that craft, for you to be able to do art the way you do, to dance the way you do, to recite poetry the way you do. I don't know what vibrational alignment you found to where people love you the way they do. And for me to be jealous or envious of that would be a disservice to you. It'd be a disservice to myself and it would be wrong, right? That is what is enforced in me from a young age, right? I can't be jealous of other people. I don't know what you went through to get that. I don't know what you could. I have my cards. I have my toys in my own room, right? I have the, the very things, you know what I mean? And like there were like a conglomerate of different toys. Like it would be like dolls and then, you know, McDonald's would give us toys. I'd throw that in the box too. I was making a collection, right? Like I just, you know, that was just me. Like I just all kinds of like different things that glowed and lit up and just, you know, it's true. My mom wasn't wrong. <laughs> Seldom, she's hardly, you know, incorrect. Because she, she just does truly sit down and she will listen to you and she will look at you as a human being and empathize and then think her way like she's just a diplomat <laughs> she's just a diplomat and it's just the way that I, I view things it's not to say I don't recognize envy or jealousy but it's just so nipped at the bud it's like okay that's not that's not cool you know be happy for them clap for them right that's their time let them enjoy their time we go through fluctuations in life sometimes we're up sometimes we're down they're up clap for them and hope and pray that when I'm up people are clapping for me in the same light and if you know they're not or blah blah so be it but I know my character at the end of the day I know the training I got either way right in the whole piece of this discussion it's not my place nor my entitlement 
for me to believe I deserve it more than you. Why? Because I already have my own cards and I'm confident in them and I'm happy with them and that's it. And you know what that does too, right? You are then able to applaud other people for playing their own cards because you're in the awareness of how much it truly takes to do something like that because you're doing it. Listen, some people have a king of diamonds in their deck, but because they see someone else playing their ace of spades with skill, they want to throw theirs away instead of saying, wow, that's so skillfully done. It makes me want to play my game too. Like it really makes me want to like lean into my game even more. That's inspiring for me. Wow, what an example. Let me clap for them. But instead it's, oh, let me throw my card away. Let me change it. Let me write all over the card and, and try to walk around here like I'm an I'm a ace of spades when I know good and well I have a king of diamonds. It takes integrity. It takes being honest. So let's talk about tangible solutions and tangible things, right? And let's have this conversation some shadow work and journaling is great. Seeking your own healing and facing your triggers is also really, really healthy and good for you. They're compasses for you to know where you're at in your own life is is when you take the time to heal and you take the time to, you know, be open. You know, you could try deleting that social media app that you're kind of obsessed with, but you know every time you log in, it's not good. You know, you could try resetting your algorithms. That's a smart one, right? Reset them, clear them out, so then you could get some fresh content that would actually improve, would add color, would add life, would bring in something that is worthwhile meditation, therapy, if that's something you can afford or if it's something that's offered at your college institution, something, you know. Frequency music, like the Hertz, good music works as well, you know. Really great vibrational music is also dope. Affirmations, self-concept affirmations, creating art, dancing singing cultivating your inner child doing things that you like to do when you were a kid having fun that's another great way to find playing your own cards figuring out who you are intrinsically do you prefer peace or do you prefer chaos and what is fun to you what do you deem as fun not what you're peer pressured to do or what you feel like you gotta do or what do you think is fun and going out and doing those things, you know, as long as you're not hurting yourself and other people. I don't see a problem with that. You know, your intrinsic value has to be attached to your inner being. You cannot rely on society to help you with that. You cannot rely on the very thing that told you that you weren't enough to now turn around and tell you that you're enough. And even if it looks like they are, they try to make money. That's the bottom line is money. So you might as well just go get it yourself. Go do it yourself. Because, you know, it's a can-do thing. Self-love is not linear. And that's okay. And taking it one moment at a time, being patient with ourselves, it's all a part of the journey. If you're in the mirror 
and sobbing out those affirmations, then that's the growth. And I know because I was there once crying to just say, I am beautiful and really meaning that. Getting to a place where you can be unwavering is the goal. A place of conviction. You know, it's like looking at the sky and, you know, during the day and saying the sky is blue. Something like that, right? I am confident, right? I am successful. I am beautiful. And not having the need to rehash these to other people. No, that's just going to reflect in your in your aura. That's just going to... It just oozes out of you, you know, and then and then you start to see things you didn't see before, right? You start to see who's playing their cards and who's not playing their cards and who's truly confident and who's not and what energies repel and what frequencies repel and which ones draw you closer, right? It's important to know. That's why I say it's important to know, are you... A creature of chaos or a creature of peace because it's all in your frequency it's all in your cards right the things that you know because some people you know peace is boring to them books are boring to them movies are boring to them sitting down with self is boring to them but also to the way that we carry out our frequencies and the way we carry out our lives have consequences they do and it's listen it's all part of this this journey this game so to speak you know and the process of growth and expansion just happens all over again so it's been real take care of your spirit being in essence ciao